Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Honorable Mentions, the podcast produced by the Shackles Honors College at Mississippi State University. I hope everyone's being safe out there. I hope everyone's having a great start to whether it's your senior year or whatever it is you're doing. I hope everybody's doing well. Today, I am happy to say that I am joined by Dr. Eric Vivere. He is a faculty fellow in the Honors College. He is the, teaches the Quest courses here. He is also a, the faculty director of the Streetcar in Mississippi State University's undergraduate creative arts journal. He is the founder, organizer, and enthusiast for the monthly play reading group and an associate professor of English, specializing in, if I read your CV right, Dr. Vivere, satire of the early English period. Is that accurate? That is correct. And Dr. Vivere is talking to us from his home over Zoom right now because he is a responsible human being who does not want to <laughs> get anyone ill or get himself ill, I imagine. Is that also correct, sir? That is correct indeed, yeah. It has been uh, an interesting semester to say the least, and I have spent a lot of time in my little back office in my house. So I'm looking forward to the day that we can go as much back to normal as possible. You and me both, sir. You know, when I first started working here, I was incapable of saying your last name. You, for some reason, were Viver to me. I could not say Viver. I couldn't get it out of my head. And as someone who gets called Leonard every once in a while, I always felt bad about that. So here's me apologizing to you. <laughs> You know, it's one thing that I never hold against somebody for. I have trouble saying my own last name. Um, I don't know why it's pronounced the way it is. I'm not responsible for it. When I moved to Mississippi State, I actually thought really hard about telling everybody that my last name should be pronounced Vivier, which is how you would pronounce it in French. Um, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. We all appreciate way, that. <laughs> yeah. The easiest way that I can think of to teach people how to say it, I'm actually borrowing from my sister. She points to her eye and then to her ear, and she says, Vizier. And so that seems to help uh, seems to help my students, at least, who I, I have to give them a lot of credit. Uh, they've done pretty well with it. I've, I, I will never forget it now. I mean, you just fixed it, so thank you for that. Um, well, tell me a little bit about yourself, sir. You know, wh where are you from? How did you, uh, how did you find yourself here in Starkville, Mississippi? Well, I am originally from um, just outside of Buffalo, New York, uh, right near Niagara Falls. Um, I went to Duke University for my undergraduate degree and majored in English. And then I wound up in graduate school at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I was very, very lucky to get a job at Mississippi State. And since I've arrived at Mississippi State, I have... Uh, it didn't take me very long to come to appreciate and then um, to really like the university. Um, and I have really found a home in the Honors College. You know, not every English professor is obviously a faculty fellow in the Honors College. Maybe we should explain first what that means. What's a faculty fellow in the Honors College? Well, you've met Dr. Snyder, and you have uh, talked with him at length uh, on his interview for this podcast about his affinity for the, uh, the great institution in England called Oxford University. And so one of Dr. Snyder's ideas for the Honors College is modeled after uh, the structure of faculty at Oxford University. And so he wanted to create an Honors College community that would have faculty members who 
didn't necessarily live in the community, but who whose home was at least in part in honor. And so a faculty fellow is somebody who has an ongoing relationship with the honors college, somebody who teaches honors classes every semester. And for us, that really means teaching in the quest, those um, freshman, sophomore level core tech seminars, um, as well as the 3000 level interdisciplinary seminars that can be on a broad range of topics. Um, I've also been fortunate enough to be uh, involved in the study abroad program to Oxford, um, which I, I don't think I would have had that opportunity without being um, a regular contributing faculty member in the Honors College as a faculty fellow. The majority of students I encounter who've taken a Quest class, from you specifically, have told me their favorite class they ever took at State was that. And it leads me to another question I had for you. You know, I think a lot of students, and this is, you know, I think it's sometimes unfair to say that, you know, this generation is that way, whereas our generation was another way. But they hear the word difficult and they immediately associate it with bad. Can you speak to that? I can do my best. I remember having the same kind of reaction when I was a student, that if something was hard, then I didn't want to do it. If something was a challenge, then it meant it was a threat to a GPA, for example, which is something that honor students are very often concerned about. As a faculty member, I think about it a little bit differently. I think that a challenge is, is kind of like um, a workout or an exercise regimen for your brain. That if you want to, to become a better athlete um, and you were unwilling to ever kind of push yourself, you're never actually going to get stronger. You need to challenge yourself enough if you're running or if you're uh, training with weights to actually break down the muscle fibers so that they can rebuild and be stronger. And the same is true, I think, in a college education, that you need classes that will break your brain a little bit. And then when you put your brain back together, it's going to be stronger, it's going to work better, and it's going to um, make you a better student in, in other classes. So I understand the hesitation about signing up for a class when a professor says this class is meant to be a challenge. Um, but we hope that there are going to be enough students at Mississippi State in the Honors College who will rise to that challenge, who will look forward to that challenge, and who will find a certain sense of relief that, that finally there is a class that is making them work for a, not just the grade, but making them think for themselves and, and making them work for understanding. So I, I hope um, when I when I say that this class is a challenge, when I say that this class is difficult, that I am not scaring everybody away. I hope that there are enough people out there who will be tempted by that challenge. Well, what's funny to me is know. is is the way you describe it as being a challenge, and I'm sure it is challenging, is not the way it's described to me by students who actually take the class. They're thrilled by it. And I remember uh, someone, I wish I could remember who, but who came in and spoke to the, the Honors College once. And he said something the equivalent of, you know, in the business world, it's very, very easy to find someone who can do well on a standardized test. It's very easy to find someone who has a pretty good GPA. But it is incredibly difficult to find someone who can have an original thought and even more difficult to find someone who can communicate that thought effectively. 
And I believe that whether, regardless of whether you're an engineer or a historian, if you're confronted with Plato or Kierkegaard or Sartre, you can't help, like you said, but make that brain work in a way that it's maybe not used to, but then becomes more effective as a result of it. That is what education is supposed to do. It, it is supposed to make you a more well-rounded, flexible, critical thinker. And that's what we're trying to do in the Cursus Minorum. That's what we're trying to do in the Honors College. And that's, that's what we think of when we talk about education. And by we, I mean faculty and staff in the Honors College. It's, we don't think about it as preparing students for a specific career. We think about it as preparing students for a broad range of careers. Yes. You know, and one other thing that you just mentioned that separates us from from other institutions is we actually have choices the students can make in terms of the kind of track they want to go down. We do have a general honors curriculum that the majority of students decide to go down. But we also have something called the cursus honorum, which sounds kind of like something out of Harry Potter. But uh, could you uh, could you explain a little bit about what the cursus is, please? Sure, it is a Latin term, cursus honorum, that means the path of honors. And it is the more rigorous curriculum that the Honors College has to offer at Mississippi State. It is a, a curriculum very much in the tradition of the liberal arts. And we think that it is, again, both a challenging curriculum, but something that has flexibility in it um, and something that will provide a well-rounded education. We think it's a great complement to anything that a Mississippi State University student might be pursuing outside of the Honors College. So we think it's a great liberal arts addition to an engineering major, for example. Um, we think it's a great liberal arts addition to a biochemistry major, or even um, we think that it can help fill out some things in a philosophy major or an English major. Um, or somebody who is majoring in international business. Um, as you mentioned, there's a lot of flexibility. We ask students to take the two quest classes, um, the two 3,000 level interdisciplinary classes, which I have a feeling you're gonna ask me about here in a second. Um, students have to take three honors classes in whatever their major is or, or any other discipline specific honors classes. By that I mean, uh, uh, an honor section of a calculus class or an honor section of an art history class. Um, and then finally, we ask students to study abroad. Um, there are some, there is some flexibility in study abroad, not only where you go, but if it turns out that, that study abroad um, is an impossibility for certain students, we also allow research experiences for undergraduates. Um, and then we ask students to complete a senior honors research thesis, typically in their major. So I'm happy to talk about any of those things if you want. Um, but it, it sounds like a lot, but um, it's something that can play really well with different types of majors because stuff can, can count multiple times. So if you go on the study abroad trip to Oxford, for example, um, you will take a Mississippi State seminar, which will count as one of those 3,000 level seminars. You will have a tutorial with an Oxford professor, which will count as an honors class, and you'll study abroad. So that's three of your requirements for the Cursus Norum just by doing one thing. Um, the same is true for if you take a, a, an honors section of a calculus class. 
a couple of extra classes, especially those quest classes and the 3,000 classes, um, and a senior research thesis. Don't you feel like that there are some students who are probably doing the curses just so they can say, but mom, I have to go to France. It's required. I hope so. <laughs> I think that is a fantastic argument, and I am happy to write a letter to anyone's parent saying, yes, it's true. Um, there is a requirement to go to France or to Germany or to Hungary or to Oxford um, or to Glasgow. We have a, a great relationship now with Glasgow University in Scotland. Um, I strongly encourage everyone in the Honors College to find an opportunity to get out and see the world. You will see yourself differently, you will see your country differently, you will see the, the, um, the world differently. I love that we have this requirement for the cursus honorum, and I wish more Mississippi State students would take advantage of that. I'm not saying that there aren't wonderful things to say about Mississippi State University and say about spending as much time in Starkville as you possibly can. I just want to encourage as many students as possible to um, marry that experience with going somewhere else for at least a little bit of time and seeing the world. Another thing you do in the Honors College is you are the, um, I guess, the supervisor of the streetcar which is a publication that is published in the Honors College, but it's also the university's undergraduate literary arts magazine, correct? That is correct. Yeah, we are, um, we're really fortunate to have the streetcar um, in the Honors College, still called the Honors College home. Um, it, it, it's just a, a really wonderful thing for Mississippi State to have. And actually, we have one of our, our new faculty members to thank for founding it. Um, Donald Field Brown was involved in establishing the streetcar before I arrived at Mississippi State when he was still an undergraduate student in the Honors College. He has gone away to graduate school and he is back this semester teaching in the Honors College. Um, and so, so we'll be able to, to rely perhaps a little bit on his experience and expertise um, with getting this off the ground. Um, I have been involved with the streetcar since I got here, and one of the things that I've really wanted to help um, to help accomplish, perhaps, with the streetcar is to make it as much a student-run organization as possible. So even though my name is attached to it, even though uh, I often get asked questions about the streetcar, I'm actually pretty happy when I can say, I don't know, is the answer to that question and pass the question along to the student editors and the staff of the streetcar who are always on top of things and they always know what's going on. Um, I think having that buffer between me and the students allows the students to have a lot more freedom, freedom of expression, freedom of control. Um, I really think of myself as somebody there to safeguard the streetcar and, and solve problems when I need to solve problems, but really protect the space that the students have for creativity. And they've just done, they've done wonderful things with it. Every time there's a new, um, a new volume of the streetcar comes out once a year, I'm, I'm blown away every year. Every year I say, this is the best. Um, this is the best volume we've ever seen. And, and I think that it's true that they, they get better at this. The students have built on the knowledge of, um, of 
the thoughtfulness and the quality of the artwork itself, of the, the poetry and the prose, um, the photography, the visual art. It's just, it's, it's a really, it's a wonderful thing. And, and another thing that the students do that I haven't been um, directly involved in for quite some time is the students run campus events. It's, it's one of the few organizations, if not the only organization on campus that hosts something like a poetry slam um, or uh, an open mic night. Um, they, they help organize visual art displays. I mean, they're, they're really active in promoting the creative arts on campus, even as they have this once a year publication that the staff is kind of always looking towards. So if you're listening to this and you are an honor student or you're a student at Mississippi State University um, at large, please, please, please submit your creative work to the streetcar. Um, if you're writing poetry, if you're writing fiction, we want to know about it and, um, and we want to um, help provide a venue for you to share that work with the Mississippi State community. If someone does want to submit something, how can they do that? Well, you would go to the Streetcar's website, which is um, thestreetcarmsu.com, and there are instructions there about how to upload your uh, your poem or your short story or your, your photography or your um, uh, uh, or your artwork. And I'll make sure to put that link in the description uh, in the podcast description so people can get to it easily. Well, Dr. Vivier, we have been talking for a good long time now, and I really appreciate it. I wanted to get into some of your academic interests, but maybe that's a podcast for another day. Um, before I let you go, there, though, if you had if you had your best elevator pitch to someone who was thinking about coming to Mississippi State and joining the Honors College, the dean's was, why wouldn't you? I think I'm going to make a contest to see if anyone can go briefer than that. <laughs> I've never really been known for my brevity, so I don't <laughs> think I'm going to challenge the dean on uh, on the brevity of why wouldn't you. Um, I'll I'll tell my story perhaps of the first time I came to Mississippi State as a as a, a pitch, and I'll try to keep it short. Um, but when I stepped onto campus at Mississippi State for the first time. I felt like this was a special place. I felt like this was a place that was in some ways set apart from everything else happening in the world. It's, it's, a, it's a place that has its own tradition, but it's also a place that has this really bright future. And, and I feel like uh, there's, a, there's a powerful meeting of those two things um, happening at Mississippi State. And you hear a lot of people talk about the honors family and the honors community, but that seems to me to be um, the selling point for why Mississippi State over somewhere else that you could go, because the honors college provides a community that is really special and really unique. It provides a community that offers interesting, challenging, rigorous um, classes and it's also a community that provides a lot of mentorship for students. Um, I, I like to say that the mentorship you can get, the relationship you can build with faculty in the Honors College of Mississippi State is unlike anywhere else I've ever seen. Um, it, it's better than the mentorship or relationships that you would build, I think, at, um, at elite universities in the South. Um, as somebody who attended one of those 
universities, I can say that I didn't have mentorship there um, like I'm able to provide as a faculty member at Mississippi State. That was longer than 30 seconds, but that's what I got. Hey, I thought that was fantastic. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Vivier, for sit seat, eye and ear. I remember it now. Now it's, it's, it's not going away. Um, Every Tuesday night, you can find me on Zoom, host uh, Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock, where I will answer all your questions about the Honors College. You can find a registration link for that by going to honors.msstate.edu. That's honors.msstate.edu. Or you can just visit the Shackles Honors College Facebook page and find a link there for it. So anybody who's interested in learning more about the Honors College who just wants to say hello to me, wants to talk to me about it, you can find me there. Again, to learn more about the Shackles Honors College and all the amazing things we have going on, please visit honors.msstate.edu. Thank you again, Eric, and all y'all have a great day. Thank you.